KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Art Power is presenting Indian fusion band Red Bharat, mixing Indian bhangra rhythms, hip-hop, and funk music, March 23rd at the Epstein Family Amphitheater. Tickets and information about upcoming concerts and events at artpower.ucsd.edu. Why do you think armpits get such a bad rap? Because often they smell. <laughs> There's some armpits that smell like garbagey, very sour, strong ammoniac, um, sulfurous, oniony, and fecal-like. If that would be my superpower, I would solve the body odor. People call me Dr. Armpit, uh, and beginning to mock me a little bit, but I soon just uh, embraced it, and um, it's actually, I don't quite like the name. The name says it all. This is Rad Scientist, where the scientist becomes the subject. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Dr. Armpit, also known as Chris Callawat, is a joint postdoctoral fellow at UCSD and at the University of Ghent in Belgium. As you may have guessed, he studies armpit odor. And get this, I meet him at his lab located in a building called... BARF2. This is the Biomedical Research Facility 2. Dr. Armpit works in BARF2. All is right in the world. Now, Chris didn't grow up knowing that he wanted to study body odor. In fact, he didn't even smell. I did not have any body odor whatsoever until age of 21. Then, uh, to make a long story short, I met this girl. I spent the night in bed with that girl. And the day after, my body odor completely changed. And not in a good way. Chris was perplexed. How could his smell change so quickly? Quite awkward and strange. Didn't know what to do. I was like, what the f- is that? So I started investigating the problem. He gets a little obsessed, reading all he can about it. During his literature binge, he comes up with an idea for how to get rid of body odor. He wants to test his idea scientifically in graduate school at the University of Ghent. So I um, pitched that idea to several professors at the university, and they all thought it was a great idea. He applies for a fellowship to do his Ph.D. on armpit odor, and he gets it, a Ph.D. in B.O. And the rest was history. So what did Chris find when he was researching his new B.O. problem, and what is his idea to solve it? Well, first we have to start with some basics, like what is body odor, and who or what is to blame. There is something special about armpits. We basically are covered in sweat glands. Most of them are eccrine sweat glands, just green water and salts. But in the armpits, you also have apocrine sweat glands. It is only developed with uh, puberty. These apocrine glands secrete more than just water and salts. They secrete... Lipids, fatty acids, amino acids. Now don't worry, those aren't the smelly culprits. However, they are a very enticing meal for some microorganisms. It's very moist, it's very warm, it's hot, and there's a lot of food present there. Think about it. 
Armpits are like a warm chalet with an all-you-can-eat fondue bar. So who comes to stay at Chalet Armpit? Bacteria. A lot of them. You can have more bacteria in your armpits than there are humans on this planet. Billions of bacteria munching on your armpit food. When they are done, they leave behind scraps, byproducts, and those are the things that smell. When Chris told me this, it turned a lot of the assumptions I had about body odor on their head. I thought that body odor was 100% genetic, like once a person with BO, always a person with BO. You know, you're not born with it. It's generally, you know, a microbiome that is present there and, and converts molecules into malodorous molecules. Of course, that is not to say that there are no genetic impacts on body odor. Changes on the output of your apocrine glands can change how many and which kinds of bacteria will come to eat. For instance, if you go to Japan or South Korea, they barely have any body odor. And that's because they have a deficiency of a certain enzyme and certain gene. You will have much less apocrine sweat in your armpits. And the ones that you secrete will basically not be easily converted by bacteria. For those with more typical apocrine glands, there are many types of bacteria that can munch on your goods. Some of them leave odorless molecules behind, and others leave smelly stuff behind. And that takes us back to Chris's one-night stand and how he magically acquires body odor after a night of romance. His theory? That I picked up some sort of microbiome which wasn't mine, which now was causing body odor. He thinks that he picked up bacteria from the girl he spent the night with. And this idea changes the trajectory of his life because now he can't stop thinking about this potential microbiome swap. Chris had a eureka moment. He figures that the reverse of what happened to him should also be possible. Like, what if a person with bad body odor was given good bacteria? Would their odor go away? That's the idea that landed him in graduate school. To find out how Chris tests this idea, stick around after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. Before the break... Chris had an idea about why he suddenly had bad body odor, that bacteria were to blame. Now, he sets out to test his theory. Step one for Chris is to figure out which bacteria are the good guys and which are the bad guys. So which are correlated with less pleasant smells and which are correlated with more pleasant smells. Here's how he got to the bottom of this vapor caper. First, he needed to sample some armpits and catalog how they smell. So we work with a human odor panel, and that's uh, four males, four females, which are selected, trained to do this kind of work. If you're imagining lab coat donning people lining up to stick their nose into a subject's armpit, then you are kind of right. We did that in the beginning. That's actually the old-fashioned way of doing that. Chris worried that this method might introduce unnecessary bias. Because if you see the person, you might rate it more 
good or bad, uh, based on how you perceive that person. To make it more objective, he wiped armpits with cotton pads and put those pads in a jar for sniffing. And then we rate on hedonic value, that is the pleasantness of the odor, going from very bad, minus eight, to zero, neutral to plus eight, which is basically perfume. No armpits come away with a score of eight, but believe it or not, Chris says some armpit odors are rated with positive values. Ones, twos, or threes. Anyways, the armpits are scored for smelliness. So now Chris needs to figure out which bacteria are hanging out in those armpits. He does this with a quick swab and some DNA sequencing. It turns out that one bacteria was correlated with pleasant or non-offensive odors. The sweet smell of success. It's called Staphylococcus epidermis. Yay! And that's the good one. A different bacteria was most often found in armpits that did not smell so good. Corinobacteria. Yeah, that's the guys you don't want. Okay, so we have our good guys. We have our bad guys. What's next? It's not enough to know the likely culprit of armpit BO. Chris wants to solve it. His idea? Get rid of the bad bacteria and replace it with the good one, through transplants. His first guinea pigs were a set of identical twins that weren't completely identical. You can barely distinguish them based on sight, but based on odor you can definitely uh, distinguish them. Chris told Twin A, with the nice-smelling armpits, to stop showering for four days. Twin B was instructed to wash thoroughly with antibacterial soap. Then he took sweat from twin A, wiped it on twin B, and voila. That immediately solved the situation. With one success under his belt, he starts testing more pairs of people. Not identical twins, but family members. He thought that would make it less awkward and make it more likely that the good bacteria would like its new home. That trial was pretty successful. After one month, most of the transplanted armpits were smelling Kind of nice. But when Chris checked in three months later, about half of the participants had smelly armpits again. Their original armpit microbiome had likely reclaimed their territory. It can be in your old clothes. The bacteria can be in your washing machine. Um, and generally, the bacteria are you know, within your skin. So those always tend to come back. It's difficult. I mean, it's possible to change the microbiome. But it's, you know, it's also possible that it goes back again. No matter the cause of the reversion, Chris is not satisfied with the armpit transplant method. He thinks there might be a better way, a better spray. What if one could directly apply the good bacteria and do that consistently? Probiotics for the armpit. He's starting a clinical trial in Belgium to test his idea. If it works... He'll try to start a company to get his spray on the market. Chris is really driven to find a solution because he knows that for some people, body odor can have profound effects on self-esteem and lifestyle. He interacts with people with issues around body odor online through a forum he created. And some users ask questions like, why does my right armpit smell more than my left? and others request to be participants of his next study. 
Some share tips that have worked for them, and some just go there to share their experience, just thankful to find that they are not alone in feeling discomfort or shame about their odor. Chris remembers a guy in his late 40s that came to participate in one of his transplant studies. Uh, he said, like, yeah, I've been suffering with body odor my whole life. You know, I, I chose to be self-employed, to be an, an, far away from everybody else. Uh, and I said, do you smell it yourself? Uh, he said, no, because I'm working a lot on dust and, and it has, it's obstructing my nose, um, so I don't smell it myself. And I said, yeah, why, why do you think you, you smell bad then? And I was like, yeah, well, people say that to me uh, when I was 16 years old. A couple of bullies kept on saying that. And then we did the analysis. So eight people really smelled it. And the conclusion was he doesn't smell. It's really tragic when you think about it. He believes his whole life that he smelled bad because of a couple of bullies that said that to him. Uh, he chose his job based on that. You know, basically his whole life was determined uh, based off of it. And then... It appears that he doesn't have a body order. Can you imagine how that must have felt to be told that, in fact, the thing that held you back for so long just wasn't true? And then he was like, I cannot thank you enough. I was, I was waiting for this my whole life. This guy is not alone. Chris says that people tend to think that their body odor is much worse than others perceive it to be. For one, you're a lot closer to your armpits than others get. But also, like many things about ourselves, about our bodies, we are our own harshest critics. Perhaps it helps to know that we aren't the culprit of our armpit odor, that it's the bacteria that is to blame. And bacteria, our microbiome, is an important part of us functioning as human beings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bacteria are everywhere. I mean, it's, you can't avoid them, um, so you better embrace them. But we can choose the ones that make us feel better, make us more comfortable. And maybe in the future, we will be better at controlling our bacterial ecosystems the way we do with our yards, culling the weeds and planting roses. That's the future that Chris envisions. But back to Chris. Whatever happened to his body odor? It was somewhere in the middle of my PhD that I uh, was it was over summer, I was painting my house. I was always wearing the same cotton shirt over and over again without washing it. I took a shower, but the t-shirt didn't take a shower. He starts noticing that his body odor is getting much better. I knew, I knew during summer and after summer that uh, something had improved, that I no longer had to take like an obligatory daily shower. He's done work suggesting that cotton grows bacteria very well, and mostly the good kind. This T-shirt had his old microbiome on it. And uh, that's basically how, um, how I sort of transplanted my own bacteria back to myself. Meanwhile, he was consistently testing his armpits for which bacteria were there. Turns out he also saw a shift in his microbiome during that time towards the good bacteria. So while Chris's B.O. may be gone for now... He knows that for many, their B.O. will persist. And he'll continue his mission to find a way for everyone to be B.O. free. For this week's Moment of Xenopus, a superhero trailer 
for a doctor armpit. In a world where body odor is ruining lives. Corinobacteria, that's the guys you don't want. There is only one man who can save us. I'm just a regular guy. When one night he realizes he might have what it takes to get rid of the bad guys. That would be my superpower, superpower, superpower. So he puts on a white lab coat. People call me Dr. Armpits. <laughs> Dr. Armpit, coming to a theater near you in the future. Rad Scientist is produced by me, Margot Wall. This episode was written by myself with edits by Jill Gennaro and folks at ComSciCon National, which is a free workshop for graduate students to hone their science communication skills. Applications are open now for ComSciCon 2019, which will be held in San Diego. You should totally apply. Our theme guitar riff is by Grant Fisher. Logo by Kyle Fisher, no relation. Music for this episode was by Culla, Julian Mathy, Poddington Bear, and Knoten. At KPBS, Emily Jankowski is technical director, Melanie Drogseff is program coordinator, Jill Linder is programming manager, Kinsey Moreland is podcast coordinator, Lisa Jane Morissette is operations manager, and John Decker is director of programming. This program is made possible in part by the KPBS Explore Local Content Fund. If you like this episode, tell a friend or rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps. And also, if you want to hear about Dr. Armpit's website and figure out how to get there, just check the show notes. Stay rad. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota. Let's go places.